episode 30. Welcome to the Big 3-0, Life on the Loop, hosted by myself, Marcus Crow, and the bald man, Patrick Faraday. That's me. Big 3-0 as well. I remember that was my birthday last year. Yeah, Dominican Republic. What a time. What a time. We'll be back there this year in June. Two guys grinding it out, lugging bags, and living the dream. Join us every Wednesday from Tales from the Course, casual conversation, and a dose of golf banter. And I tell you what, this episode is going to be big. Yeah. Because we have a very, very special guest. No, we do. Um, What I want to quickly delve on is, do you remember the poll question? I do. From last week? I do. I do. I want to hear some answers. I didn't. That's what I want to. Obviously, I didn't give a... An answer. You could have given a funny one. I, I, I was going to give a funny one, but... All right, so... I was actually going to reply Steve. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. <laughs> so the question was, who do you think the bold man's daddy really is? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, we've got three answers. The first answer was from Caddy Trey, and he said, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. The second was... I can't say who it is. But they said, I know who it is, but I'm not obligated to say. Ooh. Okay. Spooky. All right. Insider knowledge. And the third answer was from Ariana. Okay. She said, Steve, <laughs> my, as in my real dad. Yeah. <laughs> She's gone for the serious take of life. So, yeah. <laughs> so, we got three answers, mixing from the obscene to the, the quite inquisitive obvious. to the obvious. The quite obvious. Ah, man. Uh, so we started this how long ago probably july july 30th yeah july yeah july 30th and thinking about this when we were back up in new york i actually wanted to get this man on i know i always wanted to get this man it's always been in that we joked about it yeah we joked about it but then to the point where it actually somehow kicked off pretty well so now we've got the main man himself on and we've just endured in some very nice burgers, very good hot dogs. Well, let's set the scene. So we had a loopy, left loop. We're now at his house. The Godfather's house. The Godfather's house. Yeah. And yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you the introduction because you're going to introduce. This is, part of this as well is the man that we're about to introduce, he's probably so confused on why you think that he's your father. <laughs> we, we, we I don't even know if he knows about We, we, we want to hear it. It's been a running story throughout the pod. <laughs> But sure, let's just do the intro then. All right, you so, introduce them. Ladies and gents, Life on the Loopers. It's a special episode because we have my daddy as our guest. <laughs> <laughs> our daddy is Michael Mahaffey. The caddy master here at the club that we caddy down at South. And yeah. he is a legend, the godfather himself, Michael Mahaffey. Welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. You guys are, uh, you're quite a duo. <laughs> I mean, I've listened to the broadcasts a couple times, and I think you got something really good going here. Really do. I think the banner that you two bring to your show and so forth is going to be, I think in another year from now, you won't be looping anymore. Come on. Love that. <laughs> Love that. So put it in perspective, right? County Masters of the club are, they are the godfather they are like the father of a hundred plus sons and some females and and daughters and i always looked at mahaf as like my i guess like my uncle because 
what happens at the club goes by my half. You know, you get a you get a job, you get a loop through it. And if you don't, you don't yes. work. So he is most the, the most instrumental person at the club. If you think about it, for us, for us, hundred percent. Right? He's like the headmaster. So yeah, yeah. It's 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 definitely a family affair. You know, some family members are good. Like his son. <laughs> okay, okay. My first question We've got to is, get back to this. We've got to get back to this. First of all, I want to know why you call him daddy. I never, I never started this. So this is, this is a funny thing. So this started from, do you remember Laird, English guy? Yeah. He was a part-timer. Craig. Yeah. Craig, yeah. Craig Laird. Yeah. Craig, Craig yep. yeah. And then him. Yeah. So Craig used to, Craig used to moan. He's a part-timer, right? So he used to moan because he'd be like, he'd get the late loop. And he'd get like the guy that's terrible at golf, uh, didn't pay him well, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And he'd always be like, why do you always get the good loops to me? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I mean, I've been there a couple of years. I'm, I'm there every day. And he's like, it's literally like, it's like my half is your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> did Led did start working before I did? Yes. But that's where the whole daddy thing stemmed from. Yeah. I just thought it was so funny. Because we've got, we got Padre. We've got Padre out there. We've got daddy. Yeah, we've got we've Padre, got daddy, my hero. My, your hero. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what you have. You know, you guys are more than just caddies, right? You know that. I mean, you're, you're a counselor. You're a swing coach. You're, you know, a psychologist, a psychiatrist. You're, you're everything. Bartender. You know, for the bartender you know you pick up their shit and you pick up cups and i mean your your maintenance i mean some guys are high, more high maintenance than others so you guys deserve every penny you get and um you know i started i started doing just what you did as as a part-time gig right i was a teaching pro and came down here in 2004 and i've done every job at the club except cook you know? <laughs> okay so th this is this is actually quite an interesting part of why we're doing the interview with Mahath today. I actually never knew that you carried at the club yeah. till today. Yeah. Yeah. I started in October of 2004 and it, it just became like a place to get out, out of the winter months in Ohio. Hmm. And then I fell in love with the atmosphere and the club itself. And uh, generally the people were pretty good, right? most of them i mean you have a few I would bad say so. yeah. you have a few bad eggs out there just like any club you know and you know i've been in golf most of my life outside of six and a half years in the air force and seven years of selling pencils and paper clips but um but yeah <laughs> sorry yeah. yeah selling pencils and paper clips well it was, office, it was office equipment right. it was more than that it was copiers <laughs> yeah, yeah. and Man had a job machines. at Staples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You walk in, Matt's just yeah. got stored out the <laughs> What do you want? Hey, 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 do you want a big? <laughs> or do you want a H2, two HB? You want a number two? You want <laughs> <laughs> Quality. So, yeah, it's... it's. Uh, so, yeah, give us a little background, Matt. Yeah, let's go back to day one. Let's go, let's go back to day one. Where are you one. from? Born and raised. Born and raised. I was born in Canton, Ohio. Grew up in Maslin, Ohio, which is a big football community. Um... Parents both worked blue collar. Uh, my mom worked at the Hoover Company, and my my father uh, worked at Republic Steel. You know, before they shut down, retired. Um, my stepfather also worked at a can company called Central States Can. So I grew up in a blue, you know, blue collar home. Not a lot of, not a lot of things, you know. But I was, uh, 
you know, grew up uh, actually acting in high school and was a thespian, not a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, sang a little bit and all that stuff, you know, did No way. Mama's on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Your mama's on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. What was it called? The 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 the, the Billy Elliot. Joseph and the oh, and his Technicolor raincoat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hundred. <laughs> that was that was my half. Imagine I my half is Billy Elliot. Oh, you ever see Billy Elliot? No. Oh, Bugsy Malone. Oh, you could have done a Bugsy Malone though. No. Remember that movie, the ch- the child movie? Instead of like instead of like shooting guns, it was actually like cream pies. Yeah. Oh, that would have been yeah. That's <laughs> it. I did that. Did you have any stuff? standout roles? I didn't. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you mean you mean high school? Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, I was lead in uh, Pillow Talk my senior year, and I played in uh, Sound of Music in sixth grade. I played. No way, that's a classic. Yeah, yeah. wow. Uh, played Kurt Von Tromp in uh, Sound of Music. That's how I got started. You know, oh, sang, never sang ever church seen this. Yeah, quality. Yeah. I want to do some searching now. I want to see what high school he yeah. we went on that yeah, video. It's <laughs> got to be. A, it's it's out there be on, somewhere. I'm sure it's out there. Yeah. Dig it I'm up. gonna find it. Get the archives it. up. So <laughs> I didn't get involved in golf until I was. You know, we lived uh, we lived about oh, probably about three and a half, four miles from a, a golf club, a country club. Um, am I allowed to say the name of the club or not? Yeah, Shady Hollow Country Club in Maslin, Ohio, which was right on Route 241. I used to ride my bike there. And when I was 13, I remember going to the assistant uh, assistant golf professional said I wanted a caddy, and he took one look at me. I was probably 85 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> I said, Ah, no, son, you're you're just not big enough. So I kept coming back, coming back, coming back, right? Well, they got tired of seeing my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, one, one day, um, a guy named Malcolm B. Johnson, who was a head pro, and Malcolm smoked, uh, what did he smoke? I think he smoked Winston's. I can't remember. He'd switch every now and then. But you could always tell when he was in a bad mood. His hair would be slicked back. He was wearing brown shoes, and he had a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> so one day he came out. He says, I'll give you a job. He says, uh, go out there and sweep that parking lot. It was a big parking lot, right? Jeez. So it was the size of our club's parking lot, right? No leaf blower back then. No leaf blower yeah, back no there. So I, took, <laughs> I, took that whole, I took that whole parking lot and swept it. It took me like three and a half, four hours. I think I got paid like six bucks. And then when I turned 14, I came back the next year. And so they finally gave me an opportunity. And I always remember the first two bags I caddied for. I'll never forget their names. Huh. Wow. Frank Lucas and Judge Dowd. And they had, back then, we had Burton golf bags that were all leather, right? Uh-huh. You guys are too young to remember, but they had a strap that was about as thin as, Ooh, you know. A couple centimeters. Yeah, a couple centimeters. Inches. Two inches, yeah. <laughs> leather bag, digging in your shoulder. And I remember coming up to 18th hole. Now, the hill looked pretty steep, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. It was, you know, a slow incline. We don't have the hills at our club here, but it was sort of, you know, steep. And I remember Judge Dowd. Or Frank Lucas, who was an attorney in, in Canton, come to me and says, son, let me grab that bag for you. I said, no, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove, I'm gonna, in my mind, I said, I'm going to prove myself, right? So I walked up that bag. I walked up the 18th hole. I got paid, I think, I think I got $7 from Frank, and I got 6 and a half from Judge Dowd. <laughs> so I made 13 or $14 that day. That's crazy. Unreal. And what year was that? Oh, geez, it had to be 1971. 1971 or 72, crazy? somewhere around there. So that's, that's how I started. And then I worked there 
just would come up and we we had to sit in uh we had to sit in the, in the maintenance building which was you know where they put their dead grass and it smelled so bad and they just I had like a smell. hard be- yeah. bench right you know they put their dead grass in there from the clippings of the greens huh. and uh but I, I hung around, you know, I hung around, and then I got a job uh, working inside cleaning clubs at $2.08 an hour. Now, this is 1973, probably by then. I was 16 or just about turned 16. And then the next year, I got a, I got a raise. I went up $0.08, cents from 2 <laughs> to 2.16. Well, you know, back then, <laughs> back then, I was making $80, $80 $85 a week, you know, it was a lot. So it's m- imagine how times have changed, right? But um, I mean, you're that's at, how I got started. Yeah. You're looking at what, one forty a bag? That's yeah. where, we, where we carry yeah. as well. It's all single bag too. Yeah, it's single bag. Just yeah. think about that. It's yeah. never going to go down. But then you think about all the prices nowadays; they're staying the same. Yeah, but it's the levels of service and well, you, you know, got inflation, living. deflation, and oh. all that stuff associated with it. Nice. So it's you know it balances itself out, right? But you guys, um, you guys have a you know Pretty a great good. club to work for yeah work with i oh, mean yeah. all you guys are like family to me you know as i said before it's it's uh you guys are a blessing you're you're a very important part of the of the club itself we wouldn't have you guys here with the 120 plus that i have we wouldn't have the club that we have because it's extraordinary where you have a single bag hmm. for a player so they have that tour-like experience with uh with their caddy, you know, every day that you're here. Yeah, 20's but coming you up. also, weren't you a pro in Wyoming? I was a pro in Ohio, yeah. I started, went, the same club I started at, Shitty Hollow, I went in a service uh, station in Japan. I really started to, you know, play a lot more golf. And In uh, Japan? I played in Japan. I played on the Air Force golf team. Oh, um, sick. Japanese um, golf, this, this was just after NAM, so they had a bunch of money, so... It was, um, you know, I played golf. Jeez, I played golf almost every day. I was stationed. I was stationed there for two and a half, three years. You hmm. know, so I fine-tuned my game, and, and um, I was going to college, uh, university called Sophia Daigaku, and... Um, it's a cool name. Yeah, well, Daigaku means university in Japanese. But... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a cool name. <laughs> but uh, Flaming Liberal Arts School. But um, regardless, <laughs> regardless, uh. um, and I got a call. Or I, back then, you know, we didn't have cell phones and stuff. And I got a letter from my mom. She said, uh, "Malcolm's looking for assistant golf professional." And I thought, "Whoa!" I was running out of money, right? School was expensive. I was using my GI bill, and, and I wasn't really going anywhere. What I what my ambition was to come back, turn pro and then go back and teach in Japan because I speak pretty fluently. You and spoke Japanese fluently? Come again? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah. That is probably the best thing I've heard all month. I can't believe that. And maybe the best thing I've heard all year. You speak fluent Japanese? I did at one point. I had a fourth grade reading oh, and writing wow. level. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Yeah, I think sure. that's unbelievable. I can write my name pretty well in Japanese. But. <laughs> <laughs> I do not... For any of you Japanese listeners out there, to which there may be one, what did Mahaf say? <laughs> you could have told us to piss off. I, I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never said it. Oh, here's the bird. We're going to 
that, that's a separate topic. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so as you hear in the background here, there's a bird in the corner, right? So in my liquor cabinet. Yeah, in the liquor cabinet. <laughs> that is one thing is impressive. The lick the liquor around this house is absolutely high end. Yeah. And we were messing around in the kitchen before and we made a relatively loud noise. All of a sudden, what you've just heard sprung upon us and we were like, What the hell's going on here? So please explain my half. What what is this bird? <laughs> it was a housewarming gift. I thought it was cool. So, so I was gonna put it outside for you know, get you get that camera and all that stuff out there and the ring whatever and i thought it'd be really cool to let me know that someone's coming to the door and i was going to put it on a little table there but i thought no, oh, i'll put it inside here huh and so people always think where's that bird coming from so it's, it's basically like a it's like a control technique so if it's too much noise there's too much noise yeah. that means shut if i get angry and start yelling <laughs> at somebody up. <laughs> yeah yeah. Quite, yeah, quite, so quite a lot of caddies that would do quite well. <laughs> yeah, so it's it, you know that that year in my life, I came back. It was I think it was April first. I turned pro the next day, and worked there for seven and a half years as an assistant. Then I turned, got a head pro job, and then went and worked for one of my members in the office equipment industry. And then got back in the golf industry, and then uh, just started teaching taught at a golf school in Sun City, Florida, and huh. uh, certified twice through TPI. I thought that was the route I was going to go, you know, doing the fitness gig. But I found out that most people don't spend the time and, and uh, uh, the energy to do all the exercises that are needed to improve their game. Basically, we're lazy when it comes to golf, the average golfer. So, But that's how I started, so it's, it was... Uh, um, I've been around it pretty much my whole entire life. Nobody in my family played golf. Huh. My uncle was a, a bowling, a, a, a professional bowler. Had his own bowling alley. Cool. So I grew up bowling Love a lot that. as a kid. And um, was pretty decent, but I just fell in love with the game, just like everybody, you know. You fall in love with the game to watch other people play the game versus you out there playing all the time. I play maybe once every three months. Did you ever play any pro stuff, like back in the day? Oh, I played many tours. Um, back then it was called Space Coast. Uh, um, J.C. Goosey, I think, is what it, changed, uh, was, what it was initially. Uh, but I found out I wasn't good enough. And I think the f best I ever played was I made uh, the Ohio Open Cut one year. I think my, my only paycheck I had from my PGA section was 300 Sixteen dollars from a club called uh, Brookside Country Club, and that hmm. was the only only cash check I ever won. But it's funny too because I, I was reading over Twitter and all you know the internet and stuff. If you break a hundred, you're in like the top three or four percent in the entire world. True, isn't it? But True. but it, but it's funny because when you surround yourself with golfers and you play golf, right. like you know us three here and many other guy who, guys who carry out there. We all shoot high 60s, low 70s. And we think that if you shoot like 75, 76, you're terrible. But you're actually, you're, you're in like the top 1%. Right. Exactly. It's so funny. Where, now, I used it's to have this around. conversation with my uncle. You know, he, he used to simplify it because he used to, he talked to me about, you know, you should concentrate on bowling and forget that golf. Bowling, <laughs> bowling that's what he used to say all the time. No way. 
Yeah, he was good. He, he's in the Ohio Bowling Hall of Fame. He's since moved on, but Hall of um, Fame, Ohio Bowling Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. He wow. had, I think, that like, must be like just a tiny room, surely. No, it's pretty. Bowling's it's pretty big in Ohio. I mean, if you go to Akron Firestone, they used to have a big bowling <laughs> tournament up there, the Firestone Classic or huh. something like that. Huh. And uh, bowling's pretty big up in Ohio. That's so American. That yeah, is right. <laughs> yeah. That's like the. I feel like in comparison, that's like darts in England. Yeah, but I'd he had so. something like 300, 300 games or something like oh. that. I, I'll have to ask my. Jeez, it's like the Phil Taylor of, of darts. Yeah, yeah he, he was he was incredible. That's but unbelievable. That was his craft, you know. But hmm. he always used to say that bowling was more difficult because more people could do it. And he said. You got lane conditions. You got this. You got you know different oils true, and stuff. Actually, you know, think about it. but if you look at left-handed bowlers, they're always better. Why? Because that left side of that of the lane is the lane, used. huh? Doesn't it doesn't dry out as quick as the oh. right side would? Interesting. All right. So how how do you think golf's changed over the years, or in the sense of how do you think your job as caddy masters changed over the years? Well, I think golf has changed in in with the influx of new players coming in, obviously. You know, Tiger's obviously changed a lot of that, right? Back in the what, late eighties, early nineties. He's he's brought a lot of people to the game. I think there's less people playing, you know, per individual or the playing less as an individual, but there's more people playing maybe one or two times. Being a caddy master, how has it changed? Oh, geez, the drama I deal with every day, it's just always constant, right? You know, It's fine. Every day you don't know what you're going to get with my half. Sometimes he's in a great mood. Right. Sometimes he'll, right. like, he's ready to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or sometimes he doesn't know your name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got 500 plus members and 120 plus caddies. So occasionally... <laughs> You know, Bobby would come up to me and say, who is that guy? <laughs> why, why I say that is, <laughs> so my first season, my first season, I was, I, I was technically full-time, but I was more part-time. And I know. And led, <laughs> led, and led, right, Craig, it was the same. So when I used to go to the tee box, because we, you know, relatively similar stature, even though I'm taller than him, he, <laughs> you're not like, taller, better looking. He'd be like, "Led, you're on the tee box," or "Craig, you're on the tee box," and I'd be either on my phone or I'd be watching or talking to somebody, and he'd be like, "Craig, you're on the tee box," and I turn around, I'm like, "Mahaf, it's Crow." He's like, "You're on the tee box." <laughs> <laughs> you guys all sound a little like yeah, yeah. So after after like, generally for like a straight month. Yeah. I'd say it's three months because yeah. you used to call me Craig. You used to call Craig Marcus yeah. Crow. Yeah. It was obviously hilarious. I, I, th- I think that was yeah. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think what's really changed is the laws that are set forth in a lot of the uh, the clubs now, with you guys being independent contractors, so to speak. You know, obviously we have a computer program an app that that I use. You guys have an app on your phone. I think that gives you a lot of flexibility as you as, as loopers, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so good. Oh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so good for you. Where, where I have issues with it is that you have it, you know, I don't control what you do. I administer what you do and when you do it, right? Mm. So that becomes difficult from a standpoint of 
running a program as big as this and finding out that you're playing golf or you're at a freaking wedding. You know, everyone obviously has friends, that are, but it seems like every wedding's always on a Friday, Saturday. You know, which it tends is to be the case. Though, it it? Tends, yeah. Yeah. It tends to be. Yeah, no one's getting case. married on a Monday morning. Uh, <laughs> or but the yeah. or the drama of everyone, not everyone, but uh, occasionally someone says, "Yeah, I'll be right up. I'm on the shitter," and you know, <laughs> you know, it's like I don't need to know your biological <laughs> <laughs> issues. You're, you're on the box in ten minutes. You know that that leads me that leads me onto a pretty good question, and I want you to go full throttle here, Mahav. So full throttle, full throttle, yeah. no holes barred. Yeah. As I said, no holes barred. Yeah. Who's the Be- member you hate the most? <laughs> <laughs> you guys know who it is. <laughs> over the years and over the last, especially the last couple of years, you're going to see more crazy personalities. Just give me, just give me some stories of, of some of the shit that you've had to deal with over the years with caddy wise and what they do. And like, you know, jeez, oh, all members, all members, but yeah. Because you are, you are literally like a father to us, if you think about it. Yeah, you know. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> it, no, I just don't call me daddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Verity, that's the last time today. Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there, there isn't a lot of, you know, I tend to forget about things. Once something happens, I just shelf it. You know, I think that's, but I, I think the craziest thing, as a looper or as a caddy master? Both. You, both? Both. I think the, the, that one time that, a member threw a club at me, hit me in the chest on 17. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. And so what I did was... Um, well, well, you got to run us through this. Well, like, why is he yeah. throwing a club at you? Yeah. Well, he hit a bad shot, right? Uh, so Were you caddying for him? I was caddying for him, yeah. Okay. And he threw it and... Um, what year? <coughs> excuse me. That was probably... That's probably about 12 years ago. Right. So, so 17, par 3. Par 3. Not happy with 200 yards. Well, probably 185 yards. Big green, right? Um, and he's in the front bunker and he hits it fat, leaves it in the bunker, and he throws the club and hits me. I mean, literally, you know, I took my arm and didn't hit my chest, but it hit my arm, right? And over there. <laughs> so I left the freaking club there, <laughs> and I just grabbed the bag and started walking down 18. And I said to him, I said, you don't know who I am. I said, and he come running down the bridge, right? <laughs> Running down the bridge. Now, I'm obviously pissed. Oh, right? yeah. Understandably. You know? Yeah. And I uh, come around the bridge. You know, I, I apologize. It was just, a, you know, I just lost myself. It'll never happen again. I said, it'll never happen again with me. You know, I mean, there's no, you know, there, there's guys out there that have the biggest portfolio, and you'd be amazed how miserable they are, you know. Nice. And that, that that's everywhere. Um I have a funny story I have, to, I have to tell about one of our oldest caddies, if I could. Hell yeah. Okay, so we had a um, we had a caddy that retired after he was 82. And you guys probably didn't know him. Know him. His name was Ron Curley. And, uh, 82. Wow. 82. Crikey. So Ron was, Ron was uh, he caddied at uh, Wingfoot in the, in the summertime. But he was also a fireman. In the Bronx. You don't know him, right? I don't think so. so. Ronnie would come up to, you know, he had that, the Bronx or Brooklyn accent. He said, he'd say to me, he says, hey, uh, hey, Mikey there. I said, yeah, Ron. <laughs> he says, uh, I had your man there the other day. I said, yeah? He says, yeah. 
I says, he says, you know what, Mikey dear? He was a man of very few words. I said, yeah, what did he say to you? He says, we're over on number five over there on the left side by the hazard. Now, back then, it was, it was all grown up. There was no, no bunker on the left side of number five, number one handicap hole. And he said, he, said uh, he steps into the hazard there, and he says to me, snake. And I says, where? He says, dare. He says, that was the only two freaking words he said the whole entire evening. <laughs> So I wrote that down. We have a little book that we have stories about stuff. But Ronnie was, he was well loved. He's still with us today. He's he's still kicking and, and uh, he's still, still playing golf. No, he's not looking anymore. <laughs> he's 104. He's got to be 86 or 87. Jesus. I don't know if there's anything that stands out that um, just the personalities, as you mentioned earlier, is, is that I deal with a lot of personalities from a member standpoint, from a caddy standpoint. That becomes a challenge, right? And you guys know what my guidelines are as far as what's the number one thing that i don't like don't be late being late being late yeah. do not be late yeah. this same I, i'm i agree yeah i mean it's it's just something that and it's just you know with the you know you're out there for four and a half five hours and you make decent money and i just don't like tardiness i've never been late in my life you know and i never plan to be late until i die so what well, what but, time do you get to the club every day that, yeah. Uh, every day, anywhere from 6.30 to 7 o'clock. Now, tomorrow, Wednesday, since we have a tournament, I'll probably be there at 6 a.m. What is your typical routine on a daily basis? What do you have to do as a caddy master at a top elite club? Well, I wake up at 4, unfortunately. Um, I set the routine. I do some exercises, and I do some reading, and I catch up. I look at... Uh, do some putting. I don't do any putting. <laughs> I don't do any, that putting. That putting green back there is more of aesthetic than anything. I mean, I don't know. We, we'll, we'll go out there and we'll putt a little bit after this. But um, uh, get up, make the coffee, and, and um, get to the club, you know, and just make sure I get things organized for the day. Um, the, biggest, the biggest issue with communication-wise is with the staff, obviously making sure changes and guys that get canceled don't come in. And I've done, I think I've done a pretty good job with giving you guys availability. If you do get canceled within that hour time frame, I make sure you guys get paid. I think that's something I instituted that was, uh, was needed at the club. Um, and they went with it. So we got to, you know, thank uh, the staff and Rob and, you know, the GM and so forth for, for going with that. And they're, they were on board with it day one. So, and in past, you know, when, when I started there, it was $60 a bag or $60 a loop hmm. plus gratuity. And uh, you got canceled, you know, caddy master would try to get you another loop. But uh, a lot of times you went home empty-handed. So, so uh, just the challenges every day. I mean, the, the things that, you guys don't understand what I do and how many people come in my head, especially like on a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday when I have split tees and I got members looking for their bag or I got members asking me or guests who I don't even know who they are. You know, <laughs> what time am I teeing off? It's like I'm expected I know. to know <laughs> who this guy is who I've never seen before, you know. And then, you know, the facilitating all that and getting it, 
to a point where I think I've done a pretty good job of getting everybody in their proper place and never be late on the tea time. That's a big, it's a big challenge. And there, and we, you guys know too that the pace of play is very important at our club. We we like to play in four hours or less, you know. Uh, but sometimes I think it also brings a little bit of um, stain um, to the enjoyment of a round especially if you have guys that have never been there before and they want to take in the scenery and they want to take in the aura of of our club the the the, the banter and the respect that we have as caddies we all love you it's oh, it, but you. like no I, like if someone hates you then they should be fired <laughs> like because... somebody threw coffee on my car the other day oh, oh god <laughs> yes. we gotta go through that <laughs> yeah we do we do we do <laughs> we gotta touch on it now we gotta touch it now who was it I have no idea. I tried to look at the film, but I couldn't find. Well, you know, it, it could have it could have been just as easily the the dumpster got tipped over because I, I parked my car close to the dumpster. Wait, that, or kind of, it, I want to get been the I wanna, yeah, we want to go through we a little give bit. A little bit go so the app that we use, right? Yeah, the announcements come out, the loops available, so everything's on one app. So it's really easy to to follow, right? Yeah. One afternoon, was it an afternoon? That you put, it came out, you know, a mid loop, and, and and all I see is obviously Matt's pissed, and it's I can't find it. I should have screenshot. It was unbelievable. Did it I was, said something yeah, on you me? said something. Yeah. On, you said something on the app. It was call it. It was, it was like yeah. It was, so some it was like blah 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 blah, and then it was like dot dot dot. Whoever then threw coffee over my car, expect this to be your last day. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And then in the nighttime. You were like, because it was a super busy Friday, and you were like, uh, great job today, guys. Make sure, you know, blah, 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 everything's getting done. It's going to be another busy weekend. And you, you signed off, uh, like, coffee, the, the coffee man or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of behalf. <laughs> and I thought that was so good. I wish I'd screenshot it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, I think I, I tried. <laughs> I, I think the biggest frustration, I, I try to communicate everything to you that I think is important to you guys. You know, I think, you know, at least if I put myself in your guys' shoes, that's what I want. I, I want communication with what's going on, what I'm, what's expected, what's coming up, because, you know, I put the schedules up, put the tournament schedules up. You know, this week we got the, you know, the senior member guests, and that's a long day for you guys oh, on, yeah. on Wednesday. It's three nine-hole matches, and you're there all day long. And uh, I try to provide lunch uh, for you guys when I can, and luckily we have members that, you know, contribute to that. And, you know, um, but I, I think the biggest thing is just making – sure that you guys know what's coming you know and then when you don't i think that frustrate if you don't read my read my notes or read my messages and you don't know whether you're on the front or the back <laughs> and i say to you what did the ping pong uh. table say you know i mean i highlight the shit right i highlight it so you know whether you're on the front or the back back so it's it's a it sometimes i change it based on what i see in a group you know, but always check with me. You know, check check your app, check in, confirm, check in, and I know you're here. You know, if you're taking a dump, you know, like <laughs> like Faraday was, be right, I'll be right up <laughs> on his time. You know, I mean, I you know, I've heard <laughs> all excuses from guys. Um, <laughs> the excuses are just unbelievable. You, I want to go back actually for so. <laughs> I remember this day. I remember this day. So, 
early on in my looping days, I was dating somebody who had a dog and I was looking after the dog slash the dog was living with me. And I remember the dog was up all night. So I texted you at like 4 a.m. or like 4.30 saying, <laughs> can't come in my half, dog's not well, like need to look after it, the, you know, Girl I was seeing yeah, the, you're eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like eight o'clock or something, and I, <laughs> the girl I was dating at the time was working late. She was a night nurse, blah blah blah. <laughs> and I remember my half saying like, "No worries, dot dot dot. Expect a few days off." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" Dude, I thought you were gonna I've, say another story. I've pissed. I've There's pissed off my half. <laughs> and he was probably thinking that was the worst excuse ever, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was for real. The dog who literally was thrown up. Well, it's funny you say that because there was a time. I think me and you went out and you were like, I'm hanging out my ass. I can't do this loop. I was up there ready to go. And you sent me a message saying, yeah, I just told my half, the dog's been sick all night. <laughs> and you were just there trying to get it. And, and I remember he said to me, he said to me, uh, Crow, Crow said his dog's got to go to the vet or something. I was like, oh yeah, he just told me, terrible. <laughs> no, that, no, that was legitimate. That was legitimate. There was only been one time ever uh, there's only been one time ever that I cancelled a lube and I, I, I was ill. I got drugged. <laughs> I got drugged. You remember Shocker. that night? Yeah. There, there's guys that, and girls, not so much the girls. I'd like to hire more ladies if I could find them. Um, do, the, do ladies apply? Because people, people just um, email you and few, call you. You know, it's just, you know, it's tough. You know, we're, we're basically an all men's club. You know, so there are some issues with that, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. But the ladies have been, I think, they've been pleasant for the club, you know. I've, yeah, and we've, I'll, I'll and we've had some right decent yeah, decent players, you know, a couple of the girls can play. Yeah. And a couple of past girls I've had can play very well and played on Symmetra. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they're a blessing. I, I just think that some of the guys that have a hard time getting up in the morning, and I get it. You know, I was, I was young once and, and you still are. Yeah. Well, I'll be 66. So she, great. but, um, great you know, it's, it's the, it's, it's the punctuality things that drive me batty the most, you know, mm. and not, and as I said, you're, you're only working four hours while I'm working 60, 70 hours a week. That's true. You know? So, but for the most part, it, it's been, it's been a challenge for me. Um, I love each and every one of you guys, you know, because as I said before, you're an integral part of the club. And it, if we didn't have you guys and girls, we wouldn't have anything close to what we have there now. Yeah. And people appreciate you. They do. Well, it's funny we talk about this because me and you had some beef at the start of the season. <laughs> I feel like we've got to delve into this. This is quality, by the way. This is hilarious. Do you, do you remember any of this? No. <laughs> if I if I hold a grudge with anybody, I forget about it the next That's day. That's the thing. The thing I've learned about I'm not I don't I don't hold grudges long, you know. If yeah. the past is a past for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I remember I don't get butt hurt hurt very early very often. <laughs> this is actually I took, I took a Sunday off, right? Yeah. <laughs> I took a Sunday off. That was it. And then we had a tournament coming up on it was a big tournament, I think, like a Tuesday onwards. And one of the other caddies, who, who I'm pretty tight with, he, uh, he sent me a message. He was like, um, assistant caddy master said, uh, is, is Faraday looping the tournament? 
And he said, that Mahath said, fuck Faraday. <laughs> <laughs> I said that? <laughs> I don't know. Apparently, that's what I was told. Fuck Faraday. So I sent him a message. I was like, why is he saying that? And he said, apparently, you've been taking all these days off. <laughs> <laughs> all these weekends <laughs> off. I remember. It was a Monday as well. So I, was, I, was, I didn't have a loop. I was just playing with some of the boys. Yeah. I came in on number two, and I walked in. Wait, 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 we got to go back. We got to go back just a little bit of that because you came in <laughs> we, on numbers. We had, a, we had a group chat. We had a group chat mm-hmm. and we're all, you know, we're all joking and flirty. They say, mate, you can't miss days. It's a busy season, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Faraday's like, fuck off. I, I haven't missed any days. I missed one Sunday. I took one day it off. Like, it was like the first day in like, in like, you know, nine months. Like, what the hell? You were like, I'm going to go speak to Bav about this because I'm not having my name thrown in this hat. <laughs> And they're all like, no, don't do it, don't, don't do it. I'm like, no, fuck this. So you I guys play- talk like a little bitch, you know, to each other. <laughs> so I, I can imagine if I was in your guys' circle of friendship, that wherever you hang out, whether it's beef or wherever you guys go, I can imagine how many times my name's said in vain. That's the coffee man. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But so anyway, so I got these messages. And I, I was I was fuming. I was like, all these these guys are all throwing me under the bus saying I've been taking weeks off. Slacker. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not having man. this. Slacker. So I hit my T shot on two, hit my second shot, and I walked into the shack <laughs> and you were there at the computer and I was waiting there. You were talking to someone else. And you just you look up at me and I'm like, What do you want? <laughs> I, I, I said to you, I was like, Apparently you've been talking shit about me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> I know I knew you would remember it. Yeah. I knew you would remember it. I don't it. remember yeah. this conversation. So I was like, Apparently you've been talking shit about yeah. me. And you said to me, Yeah, you've been off for a whole week. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and we, went, we went through the app and you realized that actually I only took one day off. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. Well, I do admit my mistakes. I think that's what you have to do, you know. Um, but, you know, you, you got to remember that anybody that comes up to me when I'm focused and worried about what's coming next and tomorrow and yada, yada, yada. And then you guys come up to me with oh, your... Do not get in the way. Yeah, just yeah, just give me you know the your space, time. you know. And, and there's times where, you know, I get frustrated too, just like Anthony, because you guys are just one part, you know. I got the staff in my head. I got the members in my head. And it becomes, as I said before, it becomes a challenge every day. Yeah, and it, it's just like, you know, you, you'll come up to me and, sit and tell me a story, not you guys in particular, but... Some of the guys will come up and they'll tell me about their story last night. I don't need I don't need that chatter. <laughs> yeah. You know, when I got 150 players that day and I'm worried about getting everybody off on it's time. It's a Friday at nine. You, you, you need to bring that bird. I need to, to bring the bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone starts talking. Too. I've got that thing. Press the button. <laughs> Press the button. Bird says, "Shut the fuck up." <laughs> how does how do you structure it too? Because obviously you know who clicks well with who. Yeah. That's how what, does that work? I've always wanted that. Yeah, that, why are me and him never looping together? Hardly. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, honestly, you know, I, I'll look at, uh, I'll look at the, uh, the member, and I know his or her game, right? Obviously, we have three lady members, but I'll, I'll know his game, I'll know his personality, and I try to, not always. There's, there's certain times, you know, a member come up to me and say, hey, this guy didn't jive with this guest and so forth. It, it happens. Not often, but often enough, right? So um, that, that's just a, that's just something that being there at the club for as many years, and you know you know everybody by name, and that's 
you know, I can still go back from my first uh, my first club job, and I I probably would go through the alphabetic list and be able to tell you every one of those members' account numbers. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Because you're there wow. every day, right? You're there. Holy six, shit. Seven days a week. But yeah, so yeah, it's it's just a, you know, obviously personalities. Some guys don't like their loopers, or some guys don't like their loopers, and sometimes loopers don't like their guys. But you're out there for four hours, five hours max. Deal with it, you know. Not every loop is going to be, you know, Perfect. butterflies and no. you know, uh, what's the terminology? Um, rainbows and rainbows uh, and skittles, right? Yeah, you know. But Taste I mean, it's 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 a learned it's a learned behavior, I think, on my part, hmm. and anybody that does the job. And you guys, as I said, you guys have probably the most difficult job. At being out there for someone you don't like, and you have to put up with his or her personality, and you have to put up with his rotten golf game, right? Yeah. I mean, you guys know. So, yeah, you're going to get your good ones. You're going to get your bad ones. But majority yeah. of the time, you're going to get a good one. Yeah. I, I think it all equals itself out. You it know? does. You know, because we as, we as humans, we always tend to remember the bad versus the good. Mm-hmm. So if you have a guy that pays you x amount of dollars which is really good and then you have the guy that pays you a lower rate you always tend to remember that right it hmm. definitely it definitely it's so funny you say that it always evens itself out mm-hmm. cool. how, how did you get the promotion from caddy to caddy master how did that happen what do you want the long story or short story so i'll, I'll tell you this uh I'll tell you the short story. So, <laughs> be careful what I say, right? Um, I wasn't in love with way things were running from a caddy yard standpoint. Yeah. But I lived with it, right? So, I decided, um, presented myself to our general manager and said, I'd like to become the assistant caddy master. And you know what he said to me? Piss off. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, basically, he just laughed. He says, those guys are run all over your ass. And I said, okay. So I'm going to start looking, right? So I'm on the PGA website, PGA Job Finder, whatever. And I started looking, and I said, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to go back to teaching. I don't want to go back to folding shirts in the shop. Done all that. And ironically, I had a friend, when we talk about connections, in the golf industry, everybody knows. I don't know if everybody knows me, but I'm sure there's a lot of people that have heard about me, right? And because uh, I was in an airport one day and someone yelled out, Godfather, I didn't know who the hell it was. <laughs> um, yes. But anyways. The movie was just on in the background. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a funny story about that, too. But um, So anyways, uh, ironically, I had a, a kid, um, Tom Logue, who was... His dad was at a, a club called Brookside Country Club, which was the first check I made on the, in my section, right? Northern Ohio PGA section. And um, he was a kid. He used to come. He took a few lessons from me because, you know, obviously I would have a hard time teaching my son, like you, Mr. Faraday, right? <laughs> dad. So his dad sent him to me, yada, yada. And we, we, we played a lot of golf together up in Ohio, and we played Firestone, Scioto. And he was the assistant at Scioto Country Club. And 
one of the assistants got the head job at a place called Shooting Star in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. So he called me, and this is before I presented myself, or I had already presented myself as being a candidate for the assistant because there was another guy in that role. Hmm. And I said, well, I'm going to take this, you know, take an opportunity to see if I can send a resume. So, you know, opportunities, he said, Mike, he said, uh, you know, they're, they're going to start a caddy program at this new club, Fazio Design, called Shooting Stars. It's incredible. You guys, I'm still on the website on the video of me hitting a shot on number 10, which is pretty cool. It's still today. Sick. And um, so I said, well, who do I send? You? So I got a call the next day. And I said, well, I'll send you my resume. He said, no, I don't need your resume. I've already heard all about you. Hmm. He said, I'll send you your financial stuff and your package. And so that summer I went out there, I think it was 2009 or 2010, and I took over the program, started the program out there. And all those kids were all trust fund kids, right? They're all ski bunnies or ski <laughs> bums, is what I called them. So I had to train each and every one because nobody played golf. I mean, there was a few guys. In fact, ironically, one of the members, his son was out there skiing. All. You've been to Jackson Hole? In Wyoming? No, yeah. I've never been to Wyoming. Oh, it's incredible. So you, 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 you're there for the environment, right? Okay. You're there for the mountains, the fresh air. The skiing, obviously, in the wintertime and the summertime is beautiful. Not a cloud in the sky, and it's just beautiful. It's just nature, right? And so we started a program, I think it was 2009, and worked there for a few years. And then that's when the availability come up as being the assistant, I think, was after my three years there. And then I took a, you know, it wasn't happening quick enough for me. And I took a job at uh, Cape Cod National and ran that program for a year. And then I finally got hired as the assistant for Marty and then took over from there after mm -hmm. he retired. Hmm. So we were, we were going to carry at Cape Cod National. Well, yeah, it's I remember. Good, maybe. It's a good track. Maybe, yeah. yeah, I remember. Really I a good track. I maybe. sent an email out and they were like, you know, Mike Mahaffey. I was like, well, yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. You lo you love it, like it, love it. It's a, it's a, I do I do you know I've, uh, I tell this to people is when I have a hard time getting up in the morning, and when I decide that this is it you know because of all the different facets that you you deal with on a daily basis, you'll know when it's time to retire. But I enjoy you you guys are fabulous for the most part, and I know I bitch a lot, you know. But I, that's, I wear my heart on my sleeve, so to speak. Some mm. people like it, some people don't. Mem some members love it, some members don't. I think some members are scared of me. I don't, I don't want to have that persona. They're scared of you. I don't know why. Is that rhetorical? <laughs> no, no, they're actually scared of me. <laughs> I don't want to piss my half off. He come up to me and say, I'm scared of him. No, I mean, honestly, <laughs> if you think about it, though, you don't want to piss your caddy master off because then you're going to get a terrible caddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so last episode actually, um, I don't think you've ever met him, but the club that we're up at North, he came, he lives down in Sarasota, right? And um, one the uh, Dave, who we interviewed, who we played with uh, a couple Mondays ago, um, when I asked you if you wanted to caddy for me, 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you told me to, you told me to piss off <laughs> swiftly. And <laughs> so we got on really well with him, right? Yeah. Up north, and he went to the caddy master, and he was like, "Hey, you know, Tim." He's like, uh, you know, can I get the boys for the member guest next week? You know, I'm, I'm playing it. Uh, and the caddy master's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, oh, all right, maybe he's joking. Like, oh, So, like, can can I get the guys next week? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you you, you got you got to know. The caddy master, you got to make sure he's taken care of because then you're going to get a good caddy. You know, it's amazing to me when you talk about <laughs> members or guests and you get requests from people you know from members you know that want a certain caddy and then they get pissed off at me because they can't get that <laughs> caddy but you gotta remember there's 500 plus members right and you have 120 you know some weekends you know with my part-time guys i have 126 or 27 you know it's tough to facilitate that every day and to keep everybody happy and i think that's the biggest the biggest challenge is trying to keep everybody happy and sometimes you just can't do it mm. you know and then you get these guys that request a certain looper because had them one time shot as maybe it's ltl lifetime low or played really well that day or they just jived or they just had ltl a great time. i didn't know that was an acronym yeah it's an oh, acronym i like that yeah, time. lifetime low lifetime cool. low. um what yeah lima tango, lima tango lima tango lima yeah um <laughs> but you know, so you have you have that, and then there's certain guys at the club that say, well, I'd like to have this guy, I'd like to have this guy. Or how about this guy? I had him, and it's like, and luckily I know who he's talking about, but but it's, it, and then I put someone else with him, and then it's just, oh, he was fantastic, which is a tribute to what you guys do, right? Yeah. You know, and and so it's it's like, I can't, Make up your mind. You either want Tyler, Bob, or Dave, right? Mm -hmm. You know, who, who is it? You know, so I think it's it's just the way. And there's some guys that go out there and, and they go through, you know, you know who they are. They go through the motion, right? Right? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? They look like they have, you know, deer in their headlights, oh, yeah. you know, all day long, right? Oh, yeah, all day and They're long. probably all stoned to long, the bejesus, <laughs> you know, that, you know, and that's something that, seems to be in <laughs> yards across the world i guess i gotta I got ask it though you know if a member takes care of you you know surprisingly it doesn't it doesn't work that way with me okay it All doesn't right. you know as i said i don't you guys know me i don't play favors to anybody even though you make talk to each other that mahaf's playing favoritism to Certain people. Hmm. I love you all. E <laughs> I love you all equally, and I hate you all equally as well. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly, because Faraday would have had a week off if it wasn't <laughs> in the office. But I tip my hat to him because he came up to me. Yeah. And see, he remembered that, right? He remembered that. He yeah. remembered that conversation. Well, I'm going to go present myself to my half, and I'm going to tell him just what I think. Yeah. And I applaud that. Yeah. What should I do? You know. Yeah. But I've already forgot about it, right? <laughs> you don't just think Faraday's a slacker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm like, He's been having a jolly up. God. That trophy in the front Faraday. desk, Faraday's club champ. Get no, in the bin. No, he was a caddy <laughs> champ two years ago, you know? So, Come on. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't try to... I don't, it's, too di it's too difficult for me to remember things to try to play favoritisms. I, I try to, the biggest thing for me is I try to make sure you guys are taken care of and that you have money in your pocket 
And if you don't want to work, you know, I notice it, you know, and I'll look at it and I'll get pissed and I'll say, well, maybe he had something going on or maybe she had something going on, you know, so. Yeah. And that and that's and that it works both ways, you know. You guys you guys have that availability to do that, which is a blessing for you. But it puts me, you know, especially when we have 150, 60 golfers and you're taking off on a Friday and Saturday, then I'm gonna have something to say to you about it. You know. No, you and there's no yeah. hard feelings because I just oh, yeah. I gotta do a job to make sure 100%. that I have a job. hundred percent. Have you have you had any awkward experiences like firing caddies? You ever like, heard about the letter I got from the one guy? Well, that's kind of what I'm trying to get. At. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say what the woman said? Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't bring the caddy back. Okay. I didn't bring the caddy back, so I got an email on my on my club email. Okay. Right? And then, <laughs> ironically, I do have connections with other clubs and other caddy masters, so I sent it to every club... <laughs> So basically, he told me to eat shit and die, right? And he called my assistant Tubby McFatfuck. <laughs> Dude, that's what I remember. <laughs> Do you remember that letter? Yeah. I probably have it saved someplace. Oh, um, you've got to save But I that. shared it with everybody, and my GM shared it with everybody that he knew across the country. Oh, and, my God. you know, um, <laughs> and said I was the worst caddy master. You know, I had guys that, you know, couldn't carry their weight or just just basically drove you guys under a bus right or threw you guys under a bus so it, it was you know you know i've been threatened um jesus you know christmas and the other kid he dealt with the same stuff you know we all have crazy all, man we're all we're all crazy in our own little <laughs> ways right we all have different things that that trigger us right <laughs> I'm going to switch topics. Do you remember the first time you met us? No. No? No. I just know you were some blimeys from England. <laughs> I, I remember the first time I met you. Okay. So it was COVID summer when the course was closed. Yeah. And I guess you're probably trying to get a load of new guys in for the season. Right. When it was opening. So I, I got the Keddy, Caddy cell phone somehow. Text you, said come in. Came in, we had a chat. You drove me around the course. I'd never been there before. So you did. You took the. I did the full tour. Like we were just shooting the shit, going around the course. You were telling me get out. Like look at this. Look at this. You look at this green. And like n number seventeen. I always remember. You're like, get up here. Look at seventeen green, because it was like fifty yards long. So I was like, oh, brilliant. And then uh, I remember fifty-one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And I remember. Afterwards, we sat down, and you were like, yeah, I, I think you'll be a decent caddy here. We'll give you a go. I was like, okay, brilliant. And then you said, if you want to come back in a couple of days just to, like, roll a few putts, blah, 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 let me know. So a couple of days later, I sent a text to the, the cell. I was like, do you mean I could swing by this afternoon? I'll just walk around, roll a few putts. And you're <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, come through. Huh. So I come through, and I walk in and say, hey, how's it going? And it was like you'd never met me before. <laughs> so, so I'm here, I'm thinking, this is, this is a bit odd. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we That's had this. That's probably true. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's probably damn I, true. I know now, after knowing you, that this is the case. 
So I, I was like, yeah, I text you. I'm going to roll a few parts and stuff. I was like, all right, yeah, just give me a second. Anyways, so you get up and you're like, all right, come with me. We get in the car and you drive me around the whole course again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm there the whole time thinking, I, I did this two days ago. This <laughs> <laughs> all, all I want to do is roll a few parts. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably true. So my first impression was that you had a two-second <laughs> <laughs> memory. Yeah, yeah. And, and just with the amount of people that come through that office or the the gate that, that try to get jobs and so forth, you know, I'm not going to remember everybody. You know, it's it's you know, I know every member's name, <laughs> which is hard to believe, right, in itself, right? And I know every caddy's name. You know, so that in itself, you. It's difficult, especially when you see somebody. No offense to you, obviously. Oh, I'm not offended. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, you've remembered enough to bring it now up. We're on father, <laughs> now we're on father-son terms. Yeah. From from Nan giving the full 18 yeah. holes twice in two yeah. days. <laughs> that yeah. was, so I always, I always call Faraday Agent Faraday when it comes to getting me a job. Because when I did my MBA at University of Tampa, he got me a job within the, the school and then a buddy of mine who I went to college with played golf. He originally, initially started playing golf with Pat in Virginia, West Virginia, West Virginia. And so I was like, uh, I really wanted to get into caddy. And so I was like, Ferdy, can you, can you get a hold of the caddy master? I'd love to work there. He's like, yeah, man, sounds good. So I remember sending you the resume. I called you and you were like, yep, sounds good. No, looked at the resume, all good. Faraday's, Faraday's in good standing in the club. All right, no worries. I'll send you a text message. No text message. <laughs> day goes by, another next message. Another day, and I'm like, all right, maybe yeah. just, you know, he's busy guys in the season. So I text Faraday. I was like, hey, yeah. my half hadn't sent me a, a message. Can I, I need to get his cell so I can call him. He's like, here's the caddy cell. So I called him up. Say hey, Mr. Mahaffey, you know, I sent you an email. You were like, yeah, hold on one second. And you put me on hold for like legit five minutes. And you must have then realized that it was on hold for five minutes. So I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? So then you, you were like, hello? Hello? And I was like, hey, Mr. Mahaffey. You were like, who's this? I was like, oh, you put me on hold for five minutes. He's like, oh, shit. He's like, hold on, hold on. So then he puts you on hold for like 10 seconds. You got my email up and you were like, okay, can you work tomorrow? I was like, yeah, I can work tomorrow. He's like, all right, 12.30 tea time. Be here for like 11.45, 12. I'm like, all right, see you tomorrow. And I just remember getting there and getting my bib and yeah, it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good though. I remember oh, like, my, my I put you on hold to put CNN on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, hopefully this kid will just like if I hang up. I don't need another one. I don't need another English line. Yeah, uh, that's <laughs> that's me. Yeah, it was, yeah, so it, it was probably one of those days that I just oh. had so much stuff going on and no, no. But as I say, you've disrespect got to, you. You got to remember four hundred plus, five hundred plus members. You want requests? You've got X amount of degenerate hundred plus caddies. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I don't, I don't blame you, but yeah. that was funny, man. Yeah, that was funny. I yeah. got, I got two other things I want to touch on. Yeah, that you probably won't remember. Actually, you definitely won't remember. Oh no. So, I caddied for you one time. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, you did? Yeah. You talking uh, about my four putt? No. Oh. I didn't caddy for that, but that's oh. the second thing I'm going to come <laughs> on. <with. laughs> I'm glad you remember that. I knew you were going to say that. So the first one, I caddied for you. It was the end of my first season. I think it was like your son. 
I'm yeah. one of the former caddies. Yeah, it cost me like $300, $800. Yeah. <laughs> All I remember was we were on 13 green. You paid me <laughs> on 13 green. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I'm paying you. Like, we're on 13. And you must have had about five transfusions. Yeah. You guys were all absolutely hammered. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember yeah. you hit one on 15 into the right trees and you told me to chip it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, my son comes down here and my bar bill gets pretty big. Pretty that was quick. funny. <laughs> so that was one thing. That, I want to see if you remember that. The second one is the notorious four part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and that's my claim to fame. I mean, I, I consider myself a decent putter and... and uh, when I used to keep stats on my put, putting rounds and all that stuff, I was anywhere from twenty six to twenty eight putts per round. But when I don't, when, when you get excited about hitting a big green like that on number two, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know what the frick happened. The first one I left ten ten foot short or twelve foot short, and then I blew it by another ten foot, <laughs> and it was like Faraday wouldn't let me live it down. <laughs> yeah. I was I was getting violated the entire round as well. First <laughs> hole, I got violated. My guy misses a putt. It was like a twenty foot. He's not going to make it. Was that playing with members or was it? Yeah, was it? And it was oh, someone that's else. right. Yeah. It was friends. Okay, yeah. And I remember every green you were just ripping me. You're like, nice read, Faraday. <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck the hell? Uh, <laughs> you know, someday you'll grow up and not be a snowflake. I don't know when that day's gonna come, but eventually <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll hit it. you upside the head. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Give it to him. No, Tell him it's he all shit. good. You know, we do that. We do that all just and fun, right? It is. We, we were thinking actually the assistant. We were we were shooting the shit before we came over here. And uh, we've we've got to get you both polos that you can wear on Fridays or Saturdays when it's when it's busy. And and on one of the chests, it's got to be like I am HL. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to do oh. that. The shit that goes on, man. Oh yeah. You could you could it, it, and we say this in a good way. You can't you can't get away with it in the business. That you know the business environment. No. In nowadays, absolutely not. No. But it's, but it's so good. Like all of us understand. The shit that we give and get—it's yeah. the best environment, man. Yeah, I feel like we're 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 back in the eighties and nineties. How you can just tell it how it is, and it's we're not offended. You know? Yeah, it's class. Yeah. I love it. And I, you know, and I just, you know, just so you guys know that that's just my personality. And if you can't handle it, then life. Just, well, it's not personal. Not leave. It's not personal. It's <laughs> yeah, just, it's not personal. It's just you know, it's it just it's just business. You know. It just uh, do your job, keep up, be there on time, and uh, enjoy your life. You know because it's it's a good living. It's, it's a, it's a living. good good way to make you know make a dollar today. You know. Well, we start. Say, we wouldn't have started this podcast if it wasn't for Gary. Yeah, right. right? I think you guys are you got something special here. As I said initially, I think it's. Uh, you know, I don't know how this podcast comes out, but I think that you guys, what you got going, uh, is important to a lot of people across the country and across the world. Hmm. You're not going to get back in the caddying game, though. You're uh, done. You're done. You never know. You never know. I got, I got some things going on, but I think at least another couple of years, and then uh, you guys can figure out who the next master is going to be. I don't know. I think when you retire, I'm going to retire. No. Well, it's got to follow in the family footsteps, hasn't it? it yeah. It'll yeah, get well, passed can, down to his son. Yeah. 
No. <laughs> Imagine Verity. That My son just makes more noise. No, I'm saying it. Oh, Verity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can he's have gonna, it. He's going to be the caddy boss. Oh, right? my gosh. I, I'd love to see you with that clipboard, that computer, and that podium. Yeah. I think I'd smash it. Would you? Yeah. Well, then put your resume in, dude. All right. I'm going to take your job tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just do it. Shit. <laughs> I'll come work for you. You want to loop, loop for me? I'll, I'll loop for you. I'll imagine I'm, that. <laughs> and then you can give me back some of that banner that I gave you all these years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit. Brilliant. Wow. Are you kidding? We almost hold it. Alright, ladies and gents. Here we have it. The Godfather himself, Michael Mahaffey, is joined us for episode three. AKA Daddy. AKA Yeah. From, Daddy. from, from, from now on. <laughs> we can we can now block this. Oh, every time I got to the podium I can now just call you dad. Right, Dad? <laughs> I love it. Dad, we off the front it. or back? <laughs> <laughs> Check the sheet, Ferdy. Yeah. Check the ping pong table. <laughs> Mahaf, I'm yeah. so glad you could host us tonight. It was fun. Oh, it was. I hope it's you enjoyed fun. your burgers and your your oh. uh, potato oh. salad. Oh, yeah. Oh. We're going to have to finish dogs. the evening with a little nightcap. It's been a treat. Yeah, a little scotch. It has. Oh, yeah. There's some scotch. Oh, yeah. Scotch nightcap. Yeah. A little putting green sash. A little putt, oh, yeah. putt a little bit. See if the mosquitoes are out. Is it warm enough? What oh, time do you guys loop tomorrow? I tell you, don't have one tomorrow. Doesn't matter. What? So, yeah. I tell it. Well, yeah. We'll Get on the computer right now. Don't have sort of I'm not getting <laughs> on the <laughs> computer. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at the computer all day. Hell no. Ain't touching that till Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> that till Tuesday night. <laughs> so I know I got Wednesday. Are you guys in the tournament? Do you have anybody that's playing? We Trump? should be. If we know, know. We, we know the guy next to us. Yeah. <laughs> Put the good word. We know Come the on. guy that's a schedule. So. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to have to end this podcast with our signature. Well, thanks for having me. We, we, we appreciate you coming on, Laugh. No, it's uh, been a treat. We've we got we to gotta end the uh, the pod with our, with our signature send-off. So I say live. I say laugh. And we and all, we say, all loop. say loop. Loop. It's a mock on the live, laugh, love. Ah, live. Stuff. Nice. You know, I like so it's live, laugh, loop. Yeah. You guys are sentimental in a lot of ways. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, oh, do we have a poll question? I'll leave it open and just give us some feedback. Yeah. Any questions you want to hear from The Godfather, a.k.a. Mahaffey? Because we, we can definitely get another rep. 100%. Yeah, just don't send me your resume. <laughs> no more cats. Until, until about May. <laughs> let me get, let me get through this hellish Dude, season. Imagine that. The, the the question on the pod like any feedback for the episode? Can I get a job there? There's like loads of people <laughs> inquiring for a job. <laughs> yeah. I get we got basically about fourteen more weeks before we start slowing down. Be prepared. And then boys. we get the heat and then you'll see what happens. But Quality. yeah. I love you guys. Thanks for having me. It was fun. We love you. All right, buddy. <laughs> I love it. Don't love start it. crying there, son. <laughs> yes! Yeah! <laughs> oh. All right. Episode 31 next week. next week. Another Wednesday. Full of banter. And, uh, yeah. We've already, we already stacked up a lot of notes, actually, for episode 31. So prepare for a good one. Well, what's left to say is... Uh, Live. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> Live. Laugh. Loop. <laughs> <laughs>